Welcome to the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast, episode 282. Greetings, everyone. Tom Brassell here. Thanks so much for joining us. If it's your first time or a long-time listener, either way, we are just glad that you're with us today. We have a very, very special guest, courtesy of our friends at Wilson Golf. 18 seasons in the National Hockey League, and right now he's one of the judges in Driver versus Driver Season 2. Who else but Jeremy Roenick? Jeremy, thanks so much for joining us. Great to have you with us today. Uh, it's good to be here. Uh, thanks a lot. And, and, and by the way, talking golf, which is my, my ultimate passion. So that's great. I love it. Thank you. Well, let's talk about that. How did an NHL legend get hooked up in golf? Because in one time or another, we all fell in love with this game. Share with us a little bit about how you got hooked on golf. Well, it started at a young age. My mom and dad were both avid golfers, and um, uh, they would go out and play in the weekends, and they'd wheel my brother and I along with us. And uh, at you know the age four and five and six, we weren't too interested in playing a full round, but we'd have a club in our hand. We'd hit three or four balls, and then we'd also go play in the ponds or the creeks while they were continuing to play, and we'd catch up to the golf cart and continue to go along. So it was a kind of a family event for us um, to get away from the – the soccer, the hockey, the baseball that uh, seemed to uh, literally and, and you know encompass our lives. So it was our it was our family way of uh, of having a little bonding time. It was great. Well, the hand eye coordination you have in hockey has to help with golf because there are those parallels, right? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it is that timing, the eye-hand coordination, knowing a puck is moving across the ice at 25, 35, 40, 50 miles an hour, and you have to be able to hit it on um, you know on the fly. That's uh, that timing and eye hand coordination becomes very very important in our lifestyle and our you know our livelihood. So coming to golf and being able to uh, to use that that quality and to use that that specialized uh, trait or or uh, um, talent to be able to hit a golf ball that's just sitting right there. You wouldn't think it's too hard to hit, a, hit something that's just standing still, but it is one of the hardest things to do in golf. So for me. Um, you know, I've used that uh, that mentality to uh, to help my golf game, and uh, you know, so far so good. I've been able to uh, to place pretty high in uh, these these last five or six uh, celebrity tournaments, and hopefully, it's only in a matter of time until I can until I can win one. <laughs> well, it's season two of Driver versus Driver. Last time, Brian Erlocker was the celebrity judge. You got the call this time. Talk about that. That must have been pretty cool getting that call. Uh, I got a call from um, from Golf Channel, and uh, th- they asked me if I had ever seen the show. And I said, of course, I've seen the show. I was actually on on the first season uh, at, at Tahoe, hitting hitting the uh, the finalists and the drivers. But um, I, I literally jumped at the chance. I, I, I mean, he couldn't really even finish his sentence whether I want to be a part of it. The only pro- the only problem that I had was wondering whether I could had had time through my NBC schedule to be able to to take the, the eight or nine different, uh, different shooting, shooting uh, times throughout the year where I can get out to Orlando, I can get out to Chicago, I can get out to the places where we had to do the filming. And uh, luckily, you know, Golf Channel is an NBC, is an NBC uh, affiliate and uh, one that, uh, that my bosses were totally on board with and up for me doing, uh, 
doing another show that was going to promote their uh, their their product. So it was an awesome marriage, and it was one of the greatest things that I've done is being in the golf show because of my my passion for not only golf but for golf equipment. Well, the show starts out with the interview process where the contestants come in and pitch their uh, ideas to you, and they only have a real short window of doing this. Um, what surprised you the most about the interview process? Um, I, I think number one is is there's there's so many different ideas about the golf the golf the golf club business and the the engineering of it and the creativity of it and I think the future of it. But there's also uh, having to stay within the guidelines without with saying within the USGA rules and all that stuff. And I didn't realize how many actual rules that had to go into, um, you know, the driver concept and the driver designs and the do's and the don'ts. And, you know, for a lot of these, a lot of these guys that were on the show, taking the best design ideas, uh, taking the ones that had the most potential, being able to tweak them with the engineers at Wilson who are absolutely the best in the business in terms of their professionalism and their, their knowledge of, of, of club creation. So um, I, got to, I got to see exactly how a club is built from top to bottom, which you know, made me even more appreciative of, of, of the clubs that I hit. Well, you mentioned in season one you were involved as a tester. This time the testing process was seemed like a lot more in-depth. It's on the course in the lab, um, and you had some pretty good players testing product. Share with us a little bit about what went on during all that. Yeah, well, well, first of all, we, we, I mean, Wilson has a great uh, a PGA a PGA group. Uh, their tour players are are top notch, you know. So to be able to watch, you know, Streelman and Ricky Barnes and and uh, you know those guys hit the golf ball, Padraig Harrington. Um, I mean, those those guys are obviously very impressed with the technology and the creation of what they were able to do. But to listen to their feedback. To be able to go to Tahoe and and have the celebrities, who by the way are good golfers in their own right, know the game really well, understand how the ball comes off, and appreciating how a ball is supposed to react off a golf club, uh, was really good to see how their opinions kind of matched my opinion on the show. So it was uh, it was really you know obviously I'm not the golf guru as uh, Rick Shields is with the golf club. Um, um, knowledge and Tim Clark who is the uh you know the the CEO of uh, of of Wilson Golf um so it was uh yeah, it was it was really interesting meeting a lot of a lot of really cool people and getting some really positive and sometimes negative feedback i loved hearing that what what they didn't like about it too so it was it was pretty cool yeah well the tour staff They've got a lot at risk here because, I mean, if they make the move from one club and put the new club in their bag, this is their livelihood. I bet you hear some pretty honest feedback from them, don't you? Oh, 100%. And um, I I might be going out on a limb here by saying uh, the winner this year, I think think that it's – the last three finalists that are involved are the clubs. The clubs are so good, and the one that will end up coming out of that will be just so much, um, so much more advanced of a driver. I truly believe that it, it will be in a uh, in a tour player's bag at some point. Well, let's talk about Wilson Golf. Uh, incredibly rich history in the game of golf. More major championships than any other iron. And what a lot of people have found in the industry, probably the nicest people you'll ever meet and, and the nicest people you'll ever work with, 
Talk about Wilson and that relationship and how they pulled this whole thing together. Well, again, you want to talk about great relationships and, 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 and creating new friends and appreciating, you know, other, other people's passions for games, right? And I think that's, that's where me going into Wilson Sports, um, Wilson Golf, and being able to meet the people behind the scenes, the people that sell the clubs, the people that design the clubs, the, people, the engineers that, that critique and, and help um, you know, fine tune these clubs. They they take such a such a passion and 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 their uh, their level of professionalism is off the chart. And Tim Clark uh, really makes sure that the that he has the best of the best uh, that work in his in his in his offices and his on his team to make sure that those clubs that go to market that are on the shelves at your local pro shop or golf shop are. Um, as good a quality a, a club that you can hit across the, across the world. So um, I got to see some of their new their new technology, their new clubs coming out. They are so pretty. They are so nice to look at. I think they're they're taking a huge huge leap in uh, in the golfing world, and it's nice to see that they're getting uh, a lot of a lot of good feedback. Jeremy, final question: the driver that ends up winning the contest. I know you can't talk about it, but share with our listeners the importance of when this driver is released, the importance of them getting to their local Worldwide Golf Shop's retail location and testing this driver, bringing their own current driver in and testing it against this new driver from Wilson. Yeah. Well, I think that's one thing that we really looked at very, very hard throughout the, throughout the course of the show is what is going to grab the eye or the attention of a consumer when walking into a store, there's so many, so many clubs and the, the, the competition out there is obviously it's immense. And what's going to be that thing that when you're walking through the aisles of the driver uh, of the driver section, what's going to grab your eye? What's going to be the one detail that that you're going to turn and look at it and say, hmm, this is new. Is it going to be the driver versus driver logo? Is it going to be the pattern of the of the bottom of the club? Is it going to be the shape of the club? And we took all these things into consideration when looking at uh, at these at these final three uh, contestants and um, the, the I, I know I can't I can't reveal the the winner, but all three of them had. All the all the traits that you would want in in a consumer in a consumer um, attitude or a consumer want going into a store. Um, I think one probably had more of a of a uh, I got you I grabbed your attention um, once you walk into the store, which was the Roswell, which you will see on the show is such a unique look and different look when it comes to the bottom of the club. Um, it has a nice little Z-track face that, that makes you say, hmm, how does this work? Um, you have the Cortex, which has the nice, traditional, beautiful lines, absolutely beautiful lines look to it. And then you have the Magnus that is uh, a little bit bulkier, uh, has a little bit different of a shape. But if you're a, a fade player, uh, the, the club at a dress uh, really will make you more confident that you can hit a draw. So there's a, a lot of things that we really uh, that we took into consideration uh, for the consumer, not just so much for um, you know for uh, Wilson Sports itself. Well, I know I can't wait. It's driver versus driver season two. Jeremy Ronick, thanks so much for joining us. It's been great to have you with us today. 
Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Celebrity Judge Jeremy Roenick, Driver versus Driver Season 2. And as he said, when this one comes out, make sure to get down to your local Worldwide Golf Shops location and test this club. Bring your driver, and you'll see the difference. I can't wait. I just can't wait. Special thanks again to Wilson Golf for setting that up and to you, our listeners. We'll do it again next time. We have another episode of Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast here at WorldwideGolfShops.com. So long, everyone.